episode of the Black Girl Fit Files. I am your host, Elijah, coming in at, from Harlem, New York. What it do, fam? What it do? Guys, if you have not already, can you please just subscribe to this podcast? If you don't know, I am trying to get to 500 subscribers by May 15th, so I'm like two weeks away, and I just checked in uh, before this episode started, and I'm at 483 subscribers, so 500 May 15th. Hashtag goals. <laughs> we have a really cool episode today. We have the CEO and owner of Black Girls Run, Ms. J.L. Alexander. I'm really excited to have her on the show. So we are going to get to that in a little bit. But before we do, I just wanted to do a little shout out to the followers uh, that you guys that have been following the show and following the episodes and listening in and subscribing. I was just in the DMV area this past weekend teaching workshops and performing at um, a studio called Fit for Polars in Alexandria, Virginia, and one of my students actually came up to me while I was teaching the workshops, and her name is Jade, so shout out to Jade, and she was like, oh my god, I listened to your podcast, I totally love it, and thank you so much for creating it. So I just wanted to shout out Jade, but I also wanted to just read from one of the listeners that wrote in. She contacted me via Instagram, and her name is Lisa Marie, so I'm going to read her post that she sent me. And it says, Good afternoon. Thank you so much for creating Black Girls Poll and Black Girl Fit Files. I did a BGFF marathon, and I love you. You are so real and so relatable, and I can't wait to listen to the next interview. You are hilarious, Delijah. I can't sing either, but you should definitely keep singing. Thank you, Lisa. I'm going to keep singing, girl. <laughs> I love your theme song. I love the Dear Delijah, and I love the Get em Goals. These things and many more things make your podcast very unique and fun. I'm overdue with my Get em Goals, so pointing my toes and self-forgiveness and 30 minutes of no electronics before I go to sleep and wake up. So thank you so much for once again for creating this. Thank you, Lisa Marie, for writing in. And just thank you guys for all of the support that you have shown me. Um, over the past few weeks when I decided to start this podcast. So, oh, guys, holy shit, how did I forget to tell you? Last week, I was on the Strahan and Sarah show, slash like Good Morning America, but the Strahan and Sarah show, and I was teaching pole dancing on TV. Holy moly, I know. I was actually there teaching Kiki Palmer and Ali Stepanopoulos. Um, They had a segment on pole dancing because there is the Hustlers movie that is coming out next year, I think, or the end of the summer, I want to say. I'm not really sure, but Kiki Palmer is in the movie, and it's starring J-Lo. She's a part of it, and they had me on just teaching some basic pole dancing moves, and it was so much fun. I had a really great time. And a lot of you wrote me saying like, oh my God, I saw you on TV. I can leave the link for you guys in the description box so you can check it out. It was really, really funny. (laughs) It was hilarious. Ali Stepanopoulos actually stole the show. She is crazy and I love her. It's time for our sponsor of the day. You haven't heard me sing that in a while, huh? <laughs> Our sponsor of the day today is K Deer. A little bit about K Deer. K Deer was founded by Kristen Deer on the belief that everybody can feel confident, strong, and joyful as they lead an active lifestyle. Whether it's in a hot yoga studio, gym, at home, or on the hiking trail, K Deer Activewear performs at the highest level, achieving per- perfect technical fit and outstanding functional elements. In addition, their collection of complimentary worthy prints 
pants are fun, bold, and on trend. I have two pairs of these leggings, and let me just say I absolutely love them. They are very fun, they are very bold, they are very bright, and I do love them. They are proud to be an exclusive brand. The women's collection is available in sizes extra small through 4XL, so they are for every body. And they are known for their iconic striped leggings, the K-Deer Signature Stripe Collection, which donates 5% of their e-commerce sales to charities that raise awareness and create positive change for individuals and communities in need. So guys, you guys get 15% off of your next purchase with K-Deer, who just launched their summer collection uh, yesterday. So 15% off. I'm getting another pair of leggings from them because I totally love them. When you enter in the code BGFF15 at your checkout, plus you get free shipping and free returns on all U.S. orders. So BGFF15, kdeer.com. It's www.k slash d-e-e-r.com. Tell them Black Girl Fit Files sent you. Yes. So that is our sponsor of the day, Game of Thrones. I'm not even, you know, I'm I'm going to talk about it for like two minutes because then we're going to move on. But I just want to say Arya Stark is a magical unicorn. She is my spirit animal. She, Game of Thrones. I If some of you didn't watch it already or if you haven't watched it, I will just let you be in your own space. But it was such a great episode. We were on episode three of the last season just kicking all the ass, those white walkers. I, I had to close my eyes for the first 20 minutes. I was having heart palpitations. Like literally my heart was pounding out of my chest. I, I was like, I don't think I can finish watching this because my blood pressure is going up. I really felt like I could not watch this episode. I had to close my eyes a few times. I had to turn the screen away because I was watching it on the bus coming back from DC, teaching my workshops on the bus, trying not to yell and act like a damn fool. But I will just say this is the most brilliant show on television in the history of the world. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get into the show. Hello, Miss Jaya. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Um, so guys, JL is, you're just like, a magical unicorn doing everything. <laughs> well, the fact that you just call uh, Arya Star a magical <laughs> unicorn, then I will take that as uh, a great compliment. Yes. Um, my uh, your introduction. My husband. Um, I don't watch Game of Thrones, and I know don't bash me. I won't. Uh, <laughs> don't don't judge. <laughs> but um, he's watching yesterday's episode um, or Sunday's episode uh, a second time right now. Um, and I have not talked to him probably for about three and a half hours now. So Game of Thrones is my friend today um, because I've had some me time. <laughs> so I heard it was a great episode, though. So, um, so again, I'll take, I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> yes. I mean, you are so a little bit about her, you guys. She is you're the owner and CEO of Black Girls Runs. You are a public relations practitioner, a communication strategist. You're the founder and CEO of the Vaughn Strategy, which is your own public relations strategy consulting firm. Um, you've been the owner of Black Girls Run since 2018, after you were their public relations and national uh, public relations director and national manager. Yes, so right. doing all of those things, you finally just took it over in 2018. Can you just tell us a little bit about you and how you came into being the CEO of Black Girls Run? 
Yeah, so it's um, I mean, it's a not a crazy story, but it's still kind of surreal to me. But um, I started running on my own um in 2010 after grad school. Um, I just had uh, gained some weight and wasn't as active as I had used to be. Um, and then I met my now husband, so we all know that good that good happy weight um comes on very fast as well. So I just started running. Um and at the time um BGR was just kind of just taking off. So I really didn't know I didn't know anything about it at the time. So um I just started running on my own and then someone had mentioned Black Girls Run on the professional side that they were looking for PR assistance, um, some media relations of support and so forth. And so I was like, well this would be great. Like I you know, love running, love physical activity, love fitness. Um and and working with Black Girls Run, married with my passions in my career, I think this would be great. So I actually started working with them in 2012 as a volunteer to help support their national media relations and awareness efforts. And so over the last few years, my role with the organization has continued to morph. And so at the end of 2017, uh, you know, the co-founders just were looking for just something different in their own lives. Mm -hmm. um, and they wanted a new direction for BGR. And um, I was presented with the opportunity to purchase the company. And here we are a year later, um, and I'm celebrating my one year anniversary of uh, purchasing the company. So it's been a it's been a great transition, but that's kind of how I've come about. I've just kind of grown with the organization over the last seven years and able to be an opportunity where I was able to purchase the company um, at the end of 2017. Wow, that is so amazing. And this company has just grown so, so much in the, the last 10 years that it's been around. I remember seeing it on Oprah. It's been kind of everywhere. And now you guys have like chapter meetups and everything. Can you just talk a little bit about how you kind of switched it around and changed it to to become what it is now? Sure. So over the last 10 years, the company has grown just crazy. I really consider BGR as being one of the pioneers of getting African-American women in the forefront of endurance racing and not track and field. We know we dominate in track and field, but more so these race endurance and running events. We have a very small representation there. And so over the last 10 years, you know, we started off in 2009 as a blog. Um, you know, even blogging in 2009 was kind of unheard of. Right. Social media, even social media was just coming into the cusp. Yes. Um, it definitely is not like it is now where it's second nature. So we we really were ahead of the curve, which has really helped to lend to how we've just been sustainable over the last decade. And so in recent years with the, just the growth of our community, you know, we have 70 groups nationwide, 250,000 members. Wow. Um, we have just continued, continued to grow, uh, continue uh, to have great events. Um, and even in the last year, as I kind of have mentioned with you, we've created a foundation 501c3 philanthropic arm. So we have more 
local and grassroots efforts to help mobilize what we're trying to do in the African-American community. Um, so that's, we, you know, we've been very intentional over the last decade in terms of our capacity to make sure that we are sustainable um, and actually having an impact. Yes. Um, it's, one thing, it's one thing to say something, but it's another thing to do something and actually follow up on it. And so that's what I want to make sure that we continue to be intentional about. Yes, yes. And I, I mean, it's so true and it's so necessary. It's so needed because, you know, African-Americans, our health is always the thing that we not forget about, but it's always that thing that's like, oh, yeah, you need to take care of your health. Oh, yeah, you're, you're pre-diabetic or you're this or you're that. So it's awesome to see, you know, just the running and how you guys have shifted the, the nature and shifted the conversation of making it normal for African-American women. Um, Absolutely. I guess the question would be is how do you join Black Girls Run? Is it it's a membership base? I know and you guys have so many members, but how would one try to sign up for Black Girls Run? Uh, it's super easy. Um, the initial step that I would tell people is to go to our website, blackgirlsrun.com. And we have a map there under the join tab where you can find all of our groups listed. And there you will find the ambassadors listed for that area, as well as a Facebook link to join join that local group. So if you live in Atlanta or if you live in Miami or if you live in Boston, Massachusetts, um, or if you live in Seattle, Washington, you can see those groups listed. Um, and then you click on the Facebook group link and you actually join the group. Nice. And that's, and that's where I say the magic happens. You're able to link with women that live in your community and you can find, um, you know, if so-and-so lives in this neighborhood and if they're, if they have a run at 6 PM that works for your schedule, then you can link up with them. So it's just a matter of finding the group that works for you, finding the actual run group, um, that works around your schedule and your time and just coming out onto the pavement to join us. Yes, 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 yes. I have to say running is so not my thing. <laughs> I I did a marathon in college and I was like, okay, I think I'm good for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was well, that's that's great that you did a marathon. That's absolutely amazing. It was a half marathon, but you Oh, know, half. Yeah, yeah, half. that's that's a challenge. That's that's a challenge in itself. So yeah, that's great. Oh my goodness. I was like, you know what? I don't think my ankles are built for this. Uh let me just go keep dancing and go pole dance and <laughs> and do things that are short bursts of energy not not long distance running so you've run how many marathons have you done um, I've only done two marathons and half marathons continue to be my challenge. Um, and then I've had some other goals that I want to get like a 5k sub 30, 10k sub 60. So there's still some shorter distances and goals that I still want to achieve. But um, yeah, half marathons continue to be what I sign up for each year. Like I know they're doable and they don't take over your life in terms of training either. Right. How long do you train for them? Uh, so half marathons, you can train for, I would say, roughly three to four months um, You to do it how you should. Um, and then if you've been running longer distances, so if you average, if you can average five miles um, on a regular run on a whatever morning that you normally run, then you can probably do a shorter training run. But training for a marathon can take up to like six months if you do it right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. That is so yeah, much. It's a, huge, it's a huge commitment. It's absolutely yes. a commitment. Yeah. 
And are you like a morning runner or evening? When's your favorite time to run? Um, usually I'm at the gym and running in the mornings. Um, as I've become a full-time entrepreneur, my schedule just kind of fluctuates to see whenever I feel like working out. Um, so sometimes it might be 9 a.m. Some other mornings it may be a little bit later or other days it may be after dinner. So it's just that it kind of depends on the flow of my day. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So another question that I have, and I'm sure that you get this question because I think a lot of the black girls dot, dot, dot groups do get this question is, do you get non-women of color asking you to be a part of Black Girls Run or or why they can't be a part of it or anything like that? Uh, we get all of the above. Um, <laughs> you know, we, like I said, we have representation. We, we, we bring the representation, I should say, to a lot of the events where we were not in that space before. So when we bring a large group, there are like looks and eyes and stares and like what's going on because you know we bring a, a certain energy to the events that I absolutely adore and sometimes folks are not used to that and so you know they'll see black girls run across our chest or our tagline preserve the sexy across the back of our shirt and we have women that say you know they may look and they're like they're confused or they're like oh I can't come over and talk to them so they immediately feel shunned or we have women that come over um that are not black and they'll say oh my god I love you all's group I run with you all you guys are amazing so we usually get one or the other but what I always say is that those awkward moments are opportunity for me to have a conversation with why we exist. Right. Um, you know, there's always a white girls run. There's always an all girls run. Right. But we have created a space in a community that is inclusive for us to come and feel comfortable. Yes. And we bring awareness to the African-American disparities that impact the black community. So all women can join us on the pavement. I don't care if you're blue, green, yellow, black or white. All women can join us on the pavement. We just say no men allowed. But we say when you come into the space and you come into the community, you have to carry this message as well. Um, and I think anyone can carry that message no matter what their walk of life is. Yes. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Because, you know, you do get that. And I, I think that it's everywhere. There's, you know, there's white girls run. Not really, but there's white girls running all the time that have created exactly. those, those groups. There's white girls that pole dance all the time. And I used to get the question more. Um, for me personally, but it kind of died down a little bit because I think people get the message of what it means to have representation and what it means to have a safe space and what it means to be able to relate to someone that looks like you. So that was always a question that I did have. So you do have people in the groups, but they also just have to support what the brand is and what the what it means. Cool. Exactly, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, this brings us to our Dear Delijah segment. And our Dear Delijah segment is when we have listeners on the episode that write in to the guests on the show to ask any questions that they have for you guys. So, of course, the number one question is, how do I start running? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I always say that usually the first step is the hardest. And that first step is usually a mental check for us to say, okay, I got to do something. I got to turn something around. I need to be healthier. I need to be more active. So usually the first step is like not admitting, but saying, okay, 
I need to do some some type of physical activity in my life. So, and then if you're not used to physical activity, I would say definitely consult with a doctor. You know, most folks think you have to immediately come out and run a mile, run a two miles, and that's not it. That's not the case at all. But we want to make sure that you are in a space, um, just physically and mentally, where you're not going to cause injury to yourself. Um, what we've seen a lot of times is that women that may be overweight or that have not had, uh, you know, physical activity for a quite an extended time mm. that when they come out on the pavement, you know, they may, their knees may hurt or something may ache, um, because going from zero to 100 is not the solution. Right. Um, so they may need to start walking first or go to the elliptical where there's less impact on your body. Um, so I definitely would say those are probably one of the first two steps. And then and secondly, of course, join a group like Black Girls Run um, where you feel included on the pavement and that will hold you accountable, most yes. importantly. Um, and then thirdly, find the right shoes. Um, mm. And then also just find a training plan that works for you. We, Black Girls Run, we have a, uh, uh, what would you consider a couch to 5K program or what we call a walk before you run. And it gets you to running more than walking a 5K within about 11 weeks. Oh, and wow. That's, that's a good starting point. So you're doing like 30 minutes of walking for like the first couple of weeks. And then you may do two minutes running and then do a 30 minute, I mean, a 30 second walk and you'll alternate for 30, 45 minutes. Um, so it's a good slow introduction to get you to the running atmosphere. We don't want you to feel like you have to come out and immediately run a 10 minute mile. Right. Um, so I would say a combination of those steps is really how you get started with running. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. Another question is, where do you see Black Girls Run in five years? Oh, wow. That's a heavy question. <laughs> it's a loaded um, question. <laughs> yeah, it is a loaded question. And, you know, I'm constantly... Um, constantly just trying to just forecast just my vision of where I want the organization to grow. Um, but it really, I really want to give more legs to our foundation, mm -hmm. um, which is only, which is only about a year old now where we are securing funding to make sure that we're doing a lot more grassroots efforts and training programs at the local level. And whether that's, you know, government funding or donations from private partners um, to make sure that we are getting women more active at the local level, um, whether that's providing nutritionists or scholarships for race programs um, or stipends for purchasing the right run clothes or even, you know, stipends for going out and doing healthy eating. Right. Um, whether, whatever that may look like, I want us to be able to be a resource where if a woman wants to get started running, they would come to Black Girls Run to have that start and be able to be equipped with the right resources to, to sustain a healthy lifestyle as well. Yes, you're like making me want to rearrange my five-year plan for Black Girls <laughs> <laughs> I said that sounds it sounds good. Now I have to actually put some some legs to that and figure out. Okay, so how do I do this? Yeah, it's like now I gotta figure out how to bring this all to fruition. Exactly, because it, like, it, sounds, it sounds really good. If you can think it, you can definitely do it. I totally believe in that. Oh, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Yes. So I know another question, and 
I for- totally forgot to say this. Happy birthday, JL, by the way. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I'm, I'm celebrating my 32nd birthday today, which is kind of surreal as well. Uh, I feel like I'm definitely getting a little bit older. Um, so, yeah. So, today, today's a good day. <laughs> today is a good day. Happy, happy birthday. And also, the other thing is included in all of this is that you are expecting. So, congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. I appreciate that yes. as well. Yes, we um are we, I, we are due in September, and we uh, just found out a couple of weeks ago that we are expecting a baby boy. So um, we have a junior on the way. So Yay! yeah. Super excited, super exciting times in, in my household right now. <laughs> yes, there is a lot going on. When is, this, is. when is your exact due date? Uh, September 10th is my due date. Okay, perfect. Nice. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. So you're still running, still running while you're pregnant. So can you yes. talk a little bit about that? Because I think that a lot of, you know, people, once they find out that they're pregnant, whatever exercise they're doing, they kind of just stop doing it. But you are still running, so... Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it it is always a topic of conversation because I've been just very vocal about how active I have continued to be even after I found out I was pregnant and even throughout my pregnancy. And I would have to say, you just have to really listen to your body. Um, You know, they say you should keep up the activity as long as you were doing it before Um, you got pregnant. That's, you know, one thing my doctor has just, he was like, well, you were running before you were pregnant. So I don't see, there's no issue now, but you you shouldn't try to introduce something new to your body. Um, So, you know, I've always, I've always been lifting weights or, um, and I've always been running. So this is not anything new that I'm doing. I've had to modify the heaviness of my weights um, or modify like my recovery time after my run to make sure that I'm getting sufficient nutrition, um, getting the right nutrition, staying hydrated and also just getting sufficient enough rest. Um, so I've just been very conscious about that. But yes, I've been quite active. I have a, a half marathon in Cincinnati this weekend. Oh, Wow. Um, and then another half marathon next month um, in Niagara Falls. So my goal is to continue running for as long as um, CJ uh, will continue to let me run. And as long as my body feels good, then I'm going to just keep on moving. So, you know, I've it, this pregnancy has been a journey um, and it's been a learning process, um, but it's not a handicap. And that's what I have continue have to remind myself and other folks as well, that this is not a handicap as well. It's just your body is just going through a change and you just have to make sure that you're doing the right things to make sure that you you're making healthy steps to have a healthy child so right now you know we're gonna keep rocking and <laughs> and he like loves it in there so yeah he- i mean he's chilling like chilling. <laughs> um that's what i keep saying like it's been a super easy pregnancy um you know i'll feel like you know, some strain or feel some pressure sometimes when I'm running. And so I'll just slow it down a little bit again, just listening to my body. Um, but you know, I did Ragnar down in Atlanta, um, and then had a, uh, a race in Jacksonville the next day. So I flew to Jacksonville and then back home. And then I just made sure that Monday I was just absolutely just resting for the day. Um, or just make sure that, you know, I'm getting, you know, massages or just like relax, kick, my feet up. Um, So just being very intentional about my fitness, but also being intentional about my recovery and my rest as well. So I think it's it's definitely still a balance. Yes. Do you find that it takes you a little longer to recover now than it did before? 
Yeah, it, I think it, I definitely see a difference in mm. my recovering. Um, I'm probably sleeping a lot heavier. Mm. Um, and so I definitely see that. But um, yeah, so my, my, my recovery is definitely a little bit longer, but I've definitely been very intentional about, like I said, if I have a race this day and then I'm traveling to make sure that that following day, like I have nothing planned and I'm not on my feet. Um, so I just, again, just have to be very intentional, but yeah, I have seen a difference just in my recovery time, just because of the pregnancy. Got you. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, he's going to come out running. Did you get him a pair of shoes yet? (laughs) (laughs) We have not bought the shoes yet. We're trying to figure out this house situation and where the baby is actually going. Cause even as two adults, I feel like we've outgrown this house. Okay. So adding another human being, we're, (laughs) trying to figure out now okay what has to go uh so we have not bought shoes yet um but once that starts i'm sure um yeah i'm sure yes the first sport will definitely be be running or some type of physical activity (laughs) yes i can imagine oh my goodness does your has your because i know you have a, a small dog too has your dog acted differently towards your belly oddly enough no not yet like I just started really like showing right, other okay. than not looking like I'm just gaining just <laughs> weight okay um so I just started probably showing like in the last couple of weeks but um she yeah she sometimes is just under me but I don't think I don't think she really senses it yet so that'll be an interesting transition as well and yeah she's a 60 pound lab so not totally small oh she's not uh, that small oh my no, god she's oh. not small <laughs> Okay. But um, does she yeah, think she's a lap be- dog though? <laughs> oh, absolutely. She thinks she's a lap dog. She and I don't even think she's a think she's a dog. I think she really thinks she's just a, like a four legged human. Um, so her she has a space in our bed, which will be a good. It's going to be a, a surprising transition how that works when she's not allowed in the bed right. or when she finds this little human that is permanently at our home and no longer just a, you know, a niece or a nephew or baby cousin that they don't go home at the end of the night. Right. Uh, (laughs) So we, like I said, at the beginning of the call, it is a very interesting chapter of what's going on, of what's going on in my household right now. (laughs) Yes. There is a lot happening. That's amazing. It is. Absolutely. That's amazing. Well, oh my goodness. So guys, this takes us to, I always sing, our get em goals, so please don't laugh at my singing. It takes us to our <clears throat> a boom, 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 boom. It's the get em goals. It's the get em goals. Hey, hey, it's the get em goals. It's time for our get em goals, and our get em goal is where our guest on the show gives you guys, the listeners, a goal to follow for the week or for the month, or eventually turn it into a lifestyle change goal. So. Jaya, what is your get goal for our listeners today on the show? So I am all about physical activity and making sure that the heart is pumping. So my get goal for the listeners this week is to get out twice this week and have at least 30 minutes of physical activity. Yes. So that could be on the pole. That could be <laughs> brisk walking. That could be going out for a run. Um, that could be going out to play tennis or whatever cardio, Zumba, what have you. But just two days this week of at least 30 minutes of cardio to get your heart pumping. That would be my get em girl goals for this week. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm so here for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it. You guys, get out there. Two 30-minute sessions, which is an hour a week. 
That's all you need. I love it. All right, friends, that is our episode today. I want to also just shout out uh, Tia Robinson because she is the one that hooked us up with having you on the show. So shout out to Tia. She was on, um, I want to say like episode five, I think. And she was doing all of the meditation and stress management. And she was such a delight to have. So thank you so much, Tia, if you are listening for introducing JL and I to each other. Uh, so, yes, yes, yes. So where can our listeners find you on all of your social media, on the websites? Where can they find you? Oh, yes. So initially, definitely go to our website, define our groups, blackgirlsrun.com. And then we are on all social media platforms. So Facebook at Black Girls Run, Twitter at Black Girls Run, and Instagram is at official Black Girls Run. So please come join, follow us, get connected. And we definitely look forward to seeing you guys on the pavement with us. Yes. Did you guys have a a non-official Black Girls Run page? Um, No, we just, you know, (laughs) we, yeah, this... Okay. We uh, had someone create a Black Girls Run account before we snagged it on Instagram, and they like blocked us and like oh all this other crazy stuff. And I still don't know who owns it, um, and I don't know if it's still out there in La La Land. But yes, we have an at official Black Girls Run because oh. someone took the other handle. Haters, haters. <laughs> There's always haters out there. Always haters. <laughs> one form of fashion. Right. Always, always out there. And where can they find you on social media? Yeah, so my uh, website is jlalexander.com. And then all of my social media is my first and last name as well, JL Alexander. So please come and follow and like me yes. um, and find out where I am in the world and running. Yes, and follow her running journey. Follow her the baby journey, all of the journeys that you have going on. All right, guys. Well, that has been our episode today. Thank you so, so much for being on the show. I was super excited to have you. And guys, until next time, be courageous, be sexy, and be strong. Talk to you later. Bye.